spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Recorded live. Welcome, everybody, to our October 2016 Sarah meeting. And I wanted to start out tonight. We have a lot of things to share with you, exciting things to share with you and talk about. Um, but I wanted to um, start with a little topic that I think is really important, and that is um, kindness and compassion first, which is the Sarah way. And um, I really wanted to emphasize and talk about this because I just feel like so many times when we talk about Reiki and what it means to be a Reiki practitioner or what it means to do Reiki or what it means to um, be a Reiki teacher, what it means to, to teach Reiki and to be spreading Reiki and so on. And I think sometimes we, we start to focus on the tools of Reiki so we focus on, oh, well, I teach meditation or, oh, I teach um, the symbols and the mantras and, oh, you know, if you come learn with me, you'll get a certificate. I'll give you the attunements or, oh, yes, I do energy healing with animals and those kinds of things. And um, those of you on the call may ha- may have noticed that I I recently changed my, updated my Animal Reiki Source website. And one of the things that I have, have changed is I am now calling all of my students Animal Reiki Ambassadors. And I see all of you as my Sarah Ambassadors. And so I guess the topic tonight is really about what it, what it means to be an ambassador of Sarah. And for me, what that really means is goes back to kindness and compassion. Because ultimately... It doesn't matter so much exactly what um, we are, um, you know, how many times a week we're volunteering or where the places we are volunteering or which animals or how many classes a year we're teaching or how many students are in each class or, you know, this, the, all these details um, that we get so involved in. Um, what really matters is, you know, think about your ripple effect wherever you go and people know that you are a Sarah teacher or you are a Sarah practitioner. And so when you leave, what is your ripple effect that you have left? And what I wanted to talk about tonight was that what my vision for Sarah is that kindness and compassion is the ripple effect. Kindness and compassion is the trace that we leave. Now, this sounds easy, but it's actually can be quite difficult because I think when things are going well and, you know, um, like let's say you're volunteering at a shelter and you feel really supported and everybody thinks what you're doing is great and they're so glad that you're there to be with the animals and, um, you know, so you feel you have a lot of good feeling, then I think it's very easy to show kindness and compassion. Um, if you're a if you're a Sarah teacher and you're getting lots of people to sign up for your classes and all your students are behaving themselves and everything's going you know your way, 
Um, and you're, you know, if if you're a practitioner and you're feeling well, you're feeling physically well, and you're doing, um, you know, uh, you're strong and you're able to do all the things you want to do. Um, this this is a time when it's very easy to have that kindness and compassion. But I I want all of you to, as Sarah ambassadors, I want you to go that extra mile, and I want you to really contemplate and think about being able to be in a space of loving kindness and compassion even when times are difficult, even when things are hard. So that means that even when maybe you aren't appreciated at a shelter and maybe, um, you know, people don't understand what you're doing and maybe you're really making a difference with the animals and you're not getting any appreciation for that because sometimes that can happen in the beginning. Um, or if you're a teacher and you are you feel that, you know, you're not having the classes you want to have and maybe the students aren't um, signing up the way you want them to, um, that can feel very difficult in those moments. And on a personal level, you know, maybe your your physical self or your emotional self is not as strong as you want it to be. So that means, you know, maybe you're facing some physical difficulties, things that you need to heal for yourself. Or you may suffer from chronic illness of some kind. Um, Or maybe there's emotional stuff going on. Um, Maybe you've lost an animal that you love very dearly or a person. Um, Or there's something going on in your family or at home. And so it can make things very difficult. And it's these moments that we can really as Reiki, Sarah Reiki ambassadors, it is these moments that I want to see you shine. It's these moments when it's most difficult and when others would fall and others would, you know, perhaps their ripple effect would become (laughs) less than kind and less than compassionate. Um, Maybe, you know, they will lose their patience and, um, you know, be short with people or angry um, or descend into a space of worry. Um, that can happen a lot of times in shelter situations where the whole staff is worrying about something, and it's easy for us to step into that and become one of the worriers. But it is, it is those moments that I want you to open your heart, to stop, to take a breath, open your heart, ground yourself, open up your mind so that it's large and expansive like the sky, See all of those difficulties as clouds that are floating by. Feel your roots strong into the earth. And then open your heart and connect from a space without judgment, without worry, without anger, just spreading loving kindness and compassion. And that's really our our ultimate goal in Sarah is that every one of our members leaves a trace of kindness and compassion wherever they go, with the people, with the animals, with anyone that they're in contact with, so that when people talk about Shelter Animal Reiki Association, they're in awe. They're in awe of how we can continue to spread that love and that compassion and that kindness, even in the most difficult situations when others will fall. We will remain strong and grounded. And the only way we can really do that is through our daily meditation practice. 
And, you know, life happens, and sometimes it's more difficult to have your daily practice than other times. Even in those difficult times, even if all you can do is stand, you know, find a quiet place to stand and do 10 hara breaths, and maybe do that five, six, ten times a day because you don't have time or whatever situations you can't sit for 30 to 60 minutes in a formal meditation. You can still do your practice in little bits and pieces all through the day to help you get through from that grounded, expansive, connected space. So um, I can't emphasize enough how important this, this is to not only to the animals that you're serving, also to the humans who work with those animals, the caretakers who face tremendous stress on the job and a lot of compassion fatigue, um, that we always react and respond with loving kindness and compassion, no matter what. That is how we spread really the, the word of what Reiki is and how it can help us in difficult situations, and that's what will inspire people to ask you to come and to share Reiki with the animals or with the caretakers in these shelters and sanctuaries. That's what's going to get people to sign up for your class and to want to learn more and know more because they will see your shining example of loving kindness and compassion when others can't muster and can't do it. And I know that it's not easy, and you don't have to be perfect. But if we just understand that this kind of is our goal, and this is something that, I mean, wouldn't it be wonderful if, if you could be a fly on a wall and hear people talking about Sarah and say, you know, gosh, the Sarah people, they are the, the kindest, most loving, gentle souls that I've ever met. And what if we heard that in the United States in Canada, in England, in Australia? What if we heard that around the world in India? Now, with our wonderful ambassadors in India, I hope you're looking at the pictures on Facebook. They're very, very inspiring. So, again, um, I think sometimes we get a little off track with what's important about being in Sarah. And what we're doing. I, I know I get a lot of questions all the time. Oh, well, I want to approach a shelter, but what exactly do I say? And how, what if I get this response? And what if I get that response? And a lot of worry. Oh, I don't know if they understand what I'm doing. Or maybe they don't appreciate the difference I made in that cat's you know, experience yesterday. Or, oh, I don't know about if I can teach and if I'll say the right thing. Or if, if people will sign up. And, you know, and the worries and fears go on and on and on. So we want to take a step back and remember, why am I doing this? What does it mean to be a Sarah ambassador? And ultimately, if you come from the grounded space, the expansive mind, and the open heart, you will always say the right thing. You will always respond in the best way in each given moment. And you will be able to have a successful practice that people and animals are drawn to because you will be radiating this beautiful loving kindness and compassion. So that is the most important thing that I want from all of you that I'm asking you all to do. Don't worry. Don't sweat the details. (laughs) Go back to the center of what we're doing and think about how as a community, if we all join hands in this, 
what a huge ripple effect in the world this will make. And I think, you know, I'd like to to point to Allison and Kelly who are at uh, Tulsa right now, Tree of Life for Animals in India, and are facing some extremely heart-wrenching, difficult situations in the animals that they are working with. And they are handling it with grace, with kindness and love and openness and surrender. And it's so beautiful to see, and I'm so proud of both of them. Um, And it's a a real inspiration um, to all of us that we can we can do it. We can do it. And you're not alone. We can do it together. So I'm going to take you guys off mute. And you can self-mute yourself with star six if you have noise where you are. And um, I just will open it up, first of all, to Leah, if you want to add anything to that, and then um, anyone else who'd like to add any comments or questions um, about that. Um, yeah, I do want to add to that. I, it's so important for us as teachers that we are compassionate to all of our students because when people come to you for classes, sometimes they're not in the same place as you, and sometimes um, they're almost, you know, bullheaded. They come because they want to learn, but maybe they already have pre- preconceived notions. And I know that in my Animal Reiki for Reiki Practitioners class, I get a lot of Western um, Reiki practitioners, and Sometimes, you know, the Japanese way, they, they don't really um, resonate with it at first. And by the end of the class, they all love it. And I think a lot of it has to do with, is that we always, I always teach that class with compassion. It's something that Kathleen has always taught me. And it's, it's not for us to change someone's opinion. It's just for us to show them a different way. And if they take to it, great. And if not, that's okay, too. And another thing that um, I feel is important throughout our daily lives that some of us forget about are the precepts. And for me, sometimes getting overwhelmed or having so much going on, even doing the breathing, sometimes it's like, oh, you're so panicky, even that. But always saying the precepts always calms me down and brings me to a place where then I can actually start breathing and start getting to a place of calmness. And it just brings me to that that centeredness and that remembering that I don't have to solve everything. I need to have compassion, not only for myself, but for others. So when there's conflict, that's a wonderful thing to remind yourself. You need to have compassion not only for yourself, but for the other people that are involved. And the precepts to me are just one of the most wonderful tools in Reiki that you can use in your everyday life before you go to bed, before you wait, you know, when you wake up laying in bed throughout your day, just to remind yourself. And it, it really keeps us centered and it really keeps us in that mindful, um, connected space. And, and yes, I think that having Allison and Kelly in um, India is just so great because it shows that those two are in their practice. And I know they're going to come back with really incredible stories. And I hope that all of you will will really try and support their efforts by purchasing our T-shirts on the fundraiser because it's, it's one way where we can show them that we really support their work and what they're doing. Um, and I think it's a great way to do that. And plus, it's a really super cute shirt that Kathleen and I designed. 
And uh, so I really hope that all of you on the call and all of you that listen in later support Kelly and Allison on their India trip by just purchasing a T-shirt. The more T-shirts we sell, the more money we can give to them. And it's just a, a really wonderful way to give back for this, this really selfless trip that they're doing. And that's all I have to say. Thank you, Leah. So I'll open it up to any any of the other um, callers who have any comments about this or questions. This is Jane in Montana. And Hello. With, hi. Within the last month, I have presented for 21 local Reiki masters here. Um, and also at an equine holistic wellness event last weekend. And it, it was fascinating, particularly with the Reiki masters, because they, um, they all work on people, and they've all been um, taught through the William Rand lineage, which the majority of us have when we started out. Um, and I, I very strongly uh, talked about the precepts and let them into meditations. Um, in fact, don't let me forget, Kathleen, I also would like to get from you I've, that horse with the precepts. It's through your animal source, Reiki. I've been asked if I can share that. Uh, if it looks like a coloring, you know, like like you can color on. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'd like to get uh, the okay to, to use that with your logo oh, uh, on it on there. Um, but anyway, we talked a lot about that. And what it what it has come down to, because I'm talking with, with animal people too, um, if I talk about the animals also are our teachers in that – they don't have that mind chatter, that ego, that agenda that that we do. And if we can mimic them in our approach to work with them, and, and that's how the meditation and the Japanese way is so much more effective with animals because they already have the quiet mind and they don't, have the little politics or this or that, you know. Yeah, horses might fight over a flake of hay, but the minute they figure out who gets, <laughs> they get, they're over it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and 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 people could kind of respond to it when I would put it into the light of looking at how animals behave and think and respond. And if we can learn from them, it makes so much more sense to do it through the meditation instead of going after them with the hands-on. Absolutely. Thank you. Any other comments, questions? Yeah, this is Deanna. Hello. Hi. And I think both of you made some, um, you and Leah made some really great points. Um, <clears throat> something to, you know, continue to be aware of, consciously aware of that. Um, sometimes I see when I work at the shelter or, you know, volunteer at the shelter, that sometimes the volunteers among each other, you know, um, gossip or, you know, they talk about they don't like this one or that one. And that's when I try not to get involved in that. That's when it's like, no, I'm here, 
you know, to share Reiki with the animals. And, you know, that's when I have to remember my purpose there and not get involved in some of the politics or, mm-hmm. you know, the personality issues. Absolutely. So. By the way, I bought the T-shirt today. Oh, thank you. Yay. It's so cute. It's so cute. And we're so lucky because before it was we had to pick one color, and I think we had five styles. And then Bonfire, they just launched this beta site. And since we've been their customer for a couple years now, they wanted Mm -hmm. us to try it. And having nine different styles and five different colors, is so awesome. It is. is. So no one's tied down to that. Like, of course, I love black. You know, I'm always in black. Everybody knows me, knows that. But um, for other for other people who are weird and like color, you know, it's great. They can now get color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't have to be tied down by my color choices. <laughs> yes, and I think what's um, what is our? Do you know what our? Um, how much we sold? And I think we sold on. almost sixty. Um, I think we have like fifty-one this morning. Right we have sold sixty-eight. Sixty-eight, and our goal is well. That's um, almost halfway to our goal of one fifty, and we still it's all the way until yeah. October. Two weeks 24th. left. Yes, we have two yeah. days left. So that's awesome. We're almost halfway there already. So that's great. And please, please share it, everyone, with like your your email list, and because it's we put on there, we don't put Reiki on these shirts because we really want to appeal to a wider audience, and we all know that the basis of our you know practice is meditation, so it fits for us, but it also fits for everyone else. I mean, people love our shirts, so please, like you know, pass it on to your parents, your friends, buy some shirts for your kids. It's it's really great. It's a it's a great fundraiser, and we're just so happy to be able to support Kelly and Allison, who are not only going to Tulsa, but they're going to another dog shelter in India that can hopefully be a center shelter, and then they're going to the elephant sanctuary also. That's so awesome. it's really Wonderful. cool. Okay, so um, then moving along from the T-shirt fundraiser, um, I want to let you guys know that our new website is going to be launching very soon in the next couple of weeks, and we're really excited about it. And so um, once it launches, we hope that all of you who are on social media and have newsletter um, uh, lists that you can maybe share articles from the blog or share different pages on there that you think will, um, you know, excite people. So it's a great way for you to um, kind of get people to come to our beautiful new modern website and see the work, the work that you're doing. Um, so we're excited for you guys to see that. We've been working on it for a long time. Whew. Um, the next thing is um, I want to talk about uh, a few more things tonight. One, I'm going to go in chronological order, okay, Leah? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, um, I do. First of all is World Animal Reiki Day. So World Animal Reiki Day uh, this coming year will be the second annual celebration, and it is um, Sunday, February 5th, um, 2017. And um, it's not too late 
to start thinking about what you're going to do. I just um, heard from Brighthaven today that they have blocked that day out for me to come, and I'm going to invite all locals to come, and we'll have another afternoon. Last year we did that. We spent an afternoon there and shared Reiki, and I did a little live address, which I'll do um, as well again. And so um, World Animal Reiki Day, um, for those of you who are new to Sarah and that you may not have participated last year, but it's a way for you to raise awareness for animal Reiki in your community, to spread compassion and healing for animals and their caregivers through Reiki practice, and also to recognize and honor animals as spiritual teachers and healers. And so we can do that on a big scale, um, just depending on what you want to do. You can organize an event. So you could have um, an educational event at a shelter, a sanctuary, or another animal organization where you share Reiki or where you have a, a nice um, relationship with. You can um, organize a conference, a workshop, a class on that day. You can offer um, animal Reiki sessions or chair sessions for animal caregivers on that day. Um, you can, um, well, it's going to be on a Sunday, but if you want to do something the Friday before or the Monday after, you could do um, if you have kids in school of school age, you could organize a little um, educational event at the school, a little talk at the school um, to educate the younger generation about what we're doing. Um, those of you that have connections to blogs or uh, people that do uh, radio shows or, um, or um, like holistic paper, newspapers and stuff, um, you can uh, do an interview, do um, write an article, you know, do something to raise awareness. You can also do something as small as, you know, lighting a candle for an animal that you love in your life who taught you something about Reiki and maybe who has passed. And, you know, you can light a candle for them, remember them, contemplate what they brought to your life, um, maybe uh, share a Reiki session with them and with the animals that you have. Um, so that would be like a kind of more a private way. Um, but anyway, what we, what we will then do is have everybody go on to social media and tag um, hashtag World Animal Reiki Day and take pictures of what you're doing and, um, and tag us at Sarah underscore news, that's who we are on, if you're on Twitter, and post on Facebook, Twitter, um, Pinterest, Instagram, whatever you're on with that hashtag and let us know what you're doing, where you're doing it. So there's a lot of time to um, think about what you want to do to contemplate it. And if you have an organization that you're thinking about doing something, I mean, it's October, November, December, January, so you've got four months. So if you approach them in the next few weeks and let them know what you're thinking about doing, there's a lot of time um, to get something put together and then, you know, to be able to make flyers and advertise it and et cetera. So it was, it was pretty amazing last year considering it was our first year, wasn't it, Leah? And we had a ton of people that weren't even part of Sarah that came no. in and, and totally did it, which was amazing. Like, um, there was a professor, oh, God, where is she from? Was she from Brazil or Bolivia? Yeah, um, I think Brazil. And she, and she actually did, she wasn't a member. I We never even really had contact with her. She did a whole week-long 
a series of events, and now she actually won one of the scholarships, to, the teacher scholarships, and she's going to be flying out here next year to take Kathleen's Level 3 class. But it all started with World Animal Reiki Day. It was just so great. And so many people, I mean, we just had hundreds of people involved, and it was really beautiful. Yes, it was just amazing. So I'm really excited to um, – I just wanted to put it out there. We haven't updated the web page yet about what we're doing, so that will come very soon. We're kind of in the midst of the change to the new site, so we'll be updating all the details soon. But just start thinking about it and, and contemplating, you know, maybe something that you can do to help raise awareness and to celebrate in your own way whatever feels good for you. Um, we would love to to make it – you know, even bigger this year than it was um, last time. Can you guys repeat what the hashtag is, please? It is hashtag World Animal Reiki Day. Thank you. You're welcome. And I think we're going to do, we're going to reprint the shirts again, aren't we, Leah? We're going to offer those so that people can, if you didn't get a shirt last year, you can get one this year. We had a really yeah, cute I think shirt. We might. We might update it a little bit. Like, well, obviously, we can have different colors. We're not tied to the one color of purple. We'll have different styles because we'll do it through Bonfire again. The reason we'll do it for, through Bonfire again is because we can run it a couple times to get everybody a chance to purchase the shirts. But it's also a great way for us to raise money for the World Animal Reiki Day, and that way we can help pay for things like um, brochures for all of you, like for you, those of you who do bigger events. Having brochures is really nice. Um, having the postcards. So those are all things that we can try and help you with by doing the fundraiser with the T-shirt. But, yeah, it, it'll be much nicer this year because last year we had to choose one color. We chose purple, which is really pretty, but not great for guys. So um, this year they'll be able to choose five different colors. So we'll probably have that. I'm not sure when when we're going to do that, maybe. In I think we were going to start doing it. We were going to start because with Bonfire, it takes them like um, a week or 10 days after the, the fund closes. So I think we were going to do it in December, maybe again in uh, December, I mean, November, December, and then in January. Um, we have to do it at the beginning because we want to make sure everybody has their shirt. So we'll do it at least three times. So, yeah, so where everybody can buy shirts. And that's always great because then when you send your photos, when you do your events, everybody's wearing the shirt. It's a lot of fun. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and I last year I was lucky enough to go with Victoria. She arranged a really nice group at the zoo, at the Oregon Zoo. And it was really nice because we went in the morning when it wasn't very busy. And I'm serious when I say this. It was so funny because it was like the animals knew that we were there for them. I've never had animals connect to me so much in the zoo. They would come up. They would just stare at you right in the eyes. You knew that they were connecting. It was like they were all saying thank you um, for honoring them. It was Aww. a really incredible experience. So I hope that you all will participate in some way, even if it's just sitting with your own animals and connecting. Just send pictures. We had so many great pictures up on the site, didn't we, Kay? Yes. It was really oh, nice. Really nice. It was beautiful. Okay, cool. So um, that's World Animal Reiki Day, and then I want to move on to um, we um, are we've just chosen the dates for care, and we've, we're advertising that now. So Aaliyah and I are returning to care in February of 2017. Um, 
I just found out actually one of my Australian students is going to be flying out from Sydney to come, which is exciting because we had um, two people from Melbourne and someone from Perth, Australia, that came to last year's. So we're going to have a whole Australian contingent of animal Reiki teachers <laughs> who have been to care, um, which is awesome. Um, but we're so we're very excited about um, going there again this year. And um, last year, one of the one of the new arrivals was a, a sickly little lion cub, Lucius. And he, it turned out, has some kind of fluid on his spine or something strange. And so he's basically a special needs lion. And I think probably any other sanctuary would have put him down. But um, Kristen has just been giving him every kind of aid and support. And so we'll be able to be there to, to offer him a lot of Reiki over the three days of the Reiki 3 course. And it's always just a transformational experience for everybody who comes and so I just want to invite all of you it's also a big financial support for care when they love when we come every year and I know it really helps the animals and it helps them so if you haven't been to care yet it's kind of a, a what a rite of passage in Sarah Leah <laughs> I think so it's like such a big you know and for those of you who have taken Kathleen's class before, you can do the reset fee, which is a very nominal fee. And I mean, it's really, Kathleen and I have, I think this will be our eighth year there. And it's just, it never is the same. It's always a different experience. And now, you know, of course, our, our all of our tigers have passed away that we knew and loved. But now there's new tigers and there's little Lucius. And it's just a whole new um kind of feel to it and it's just really you don't you don't even know what to expect it's it always mm -hmm. as far mm -hmm. surpasses your dreams remember when we first went there Kathleen and you had those like dreams and visions and then we got there and it's like it surpassed anything you could have possibly imagined yeah it's just yeah. so amazing very, very magical place yes it really is a lot of a lot of power there for sure a lot yeah so anyway, stay tuned for CARE, and we hope to see some of you there. And then uh, that's in February. And then moving ahead to June, um, June is the Sarah Retreat at Ratnaling, um, which is a Buddhist retreat center uh, up north of San Francisco, about three hours north of San Francisco. And it's like the most amazing, beautiful place. And um, we're really excited because this year our theme is animals as um, healers and teachers and we have some amazing um, speakers who will be coming we have Gail Pope from Bright Haven will be coming Mark Malik who's a veterinarian and his wife Shelly who's a hospital director um, they have an integrative that's huge veterinary hospital in Sacramento um, where they offer Reiki and other holistic um, modalities along with surgery and all the high-tech conventional medicine. Also, Tom Wilson, who's the founder and director of Animal Acupressure Training Academy in Nevada City. He's going to be um, speaking as well. And so, um, and Leah and I will also be um, teaching. And uh, Lindsay, will, who was our yoga teacher last time, will also be coming and giving yoga classes. And it's, it's really a, a wonderful way to build community among like-minded people, people who have this deep love and respect for animals and also this um, sort of spiritual 
openness to the wisdom that animals can offer us. And we can really tap into that um, with the support of the nature. We do a lot of walking meditation. And also the, the classroom we're in is absolutely beautiful. And the fact that it's a, a Buddhist retreat center, it just has that feeling of just quiet. So it's really a supportive mm-hmm. atmosphere for us to learn how to quiet our minds and to really let go of everything. You know, we get away from everything and we can just really be in nature and in a supported spiritual space. And with all these wonderful um, guest speakers who will be sharing stories of animals who and the lessons they've learned from animals over a lifetime of working with them. It's going to be extremely inspiring. Um, it's going to be meditative and um, opening of our hearts and when we leave we will be all be friends and close remember last year nobody wanted to leave and everyone became such good friends it was so beautiful and um, but when you do go home from there you will be in a different space to be able to share Reiki with your animals so the the retreats um, Leah and I really envision them as a way to really deepen your practice and also feel that togetherness of our community um, in a way that is, um, it's just like a a really unique experience. And um, we just loved it. Last year we had, if you go to the retreat page on our site, um, we have a video showing pictures from last time, um, which was in 2015, summer of 2015. And we just had so many amazing experiences and the people that came were just amazing and it was just oh, it was just very 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 healing so I think sometimes we're all about going out into the shelters and going you know uh, going into sanctuaries and this is a sanctuary for you it's it's a sanctuary for each of you and we're going to hold the space for you to heal and nurture you so that then you can go out and do even more and better work with the animals and I don't know if you want to say anything more about that too Leah yeah, it was a really um, unique experience. It was our first retreat that we'd ever done, and we really weren't sure what to expect. And again, that was another event that far exceeded our expectations. The The setting, like Kathleen said, is beautiful. It's in the mountains. You're above the ocean, so you get a cool ocean breeze, but you also get the warmth, you know, from being in the mountains and close to the sun. And it's open, but tons of trees. There's wild deer, wild turkeys. Um, we all had some really great experiences. But I think that the one thing that you take away from that is you go, and of course, you know, most of the people didn't know each other, but by the end, because of what we do, how we practice, the stories we tell, what we share, it it just became this beautiful, close-knit group of women that you leave and you consider them all your very close friend. It was really a wonderful time to bond because as practitioners, we are such givers. We give, 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 and we never take back for ourselves, and the retreat really was a time to just meditate, contemplate, and be grateful and, like, you know, kind of celebrate our our uniqueness and who we are. And they had wonderful food. The lodging is just so high-end. It's like a four-star hotel, and it's in the mountains. It's not what you would expect at all. And having yoga in the morning was really great. I mean, it was all different levels. Some people have never done it. And Lindsay is such an amazing teacher. Um, you know, everyone was welcome. We all did it. And she did this really lovely last day of restoration yoga where you're just like kind of propped up on pillows and you allow your body to open and relax. And, and that was a really great thing too. And, and I think in that space, what 
what was also really beautiful was it's you felt really safe. You you didn't feel like you were being judged or that, you know, it, it, sometimes you go to these things and it's kind of awkward and you don't know people. But really, we all just came together and it was just a really wonderful, beautiful experience. So I hope that those of you who have not been will take advantage and go again this year. We do transportation. We actually hire a bus to pick people up at the San Francisco airport. So you don't even have to drive the two hours to Casadero. And, um, and it's kind of a, a, you know, windy little road. And then we bus you back. And so you can either fly back at night or there's a hotel at the, um, the airport where we pick you up and you can stay there. But we try to make this as, like, easy as possible so that you just land and you don't have to think about anything for five days and then you leave. And we really want it to be just a completely restorative experience. And I know that um, Anne's on the call and Anne was there. I don't know if she wants to say something about it. Sorry. Or maybe she doesn't. I was it's okay. Sorry. I just figured out how to Yeah, I I don't know that I can add a whole lot more. It was just an absolutely amazing um, couple, three, four, what was it, four days or whatever it was. Um, it was just really nice to, uh, you know, be with everyone and, share I mean it coming from where I'm at where I feel like I'm all alone sometimes um it was just really great to be with a lot of other people who who think the same way and want to experience the same things and you know it was nice to connect with people who do do what we do and that that to me was was great in and of itself you know because I hadn't met a lot of people from Sarah um, actually, I hadn't met anyone really except for Leah and Kathleen, and so it was really great to meet other Sarah members and, you know, connect with them um, and, you know, just learn. I mean, I learned so much, too. Um, we talked about the the grounding and the expansive mind and connection. Um, you know, I learned so much, you know, through the experiences that we had, the meditations, the the walking meditation that we did was great. And I mean, it was just, it was just so peaceful. It was so nice to get away and just be in a peaceful place for, for three days. Um, so it was awesome. I'd highly suggest anyone who can go to go because it's well worth it. Um, I'm not sure if I'll be able to come next year, but um, I wish I could. <laughs> Well, and Anne came with her husband, which was really nice, too. And Alan was the only man besides Franz. But it was nice. And I, I think another uh, woman brought her best friend. Sally brought her best friend. And so it's like it's a great time for you to bring someone new. And, you know, all we do is just meditate. It's, they don't have to have any experience. And we encourage you, like, come with a girlfriend. Um, have her experiences with you. Or come with your husband. Um, the cabins are all two people to a cabin. And they're really nice. I mean, you get two oh, separate bedrooms. Great. Yeah. Just, and and so Alan had a really like good time. They're like in my house almost. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but almost. <laughs> so funny. Just uh, the little porches, you know, sitting out at oh, night. Oh, yeah, the porches. You know, yeah. Um, no, that was hear, great. Hearing all the, all the, like, the wildlife, you know, you could hear different sounds, and it was just, 
there was this oh the very, elk remember the elk yeah the elk, elk yeah like, I don't know if it was mating season or what but they were out there <laughs> in full force yelling to each other it, it's just really I mean that's right I forgot about the private deck so every cabin has its own private deck and you can sit out there and drink your coffee or your tea it is just the most beautiful setting and you're it's just all expansive and just a great place it was so perfect for us for grounding and expansion and connection it was everything we practiced just in that space it was it's really words can't describe how fun and unique it was yeah i loved it too and i think it came really home to me how important it is to have a a space to nurture ourselves because mm-hmm. all of us in Sarah, we're, we are in the trenches and we are, you know, facing a lot and we're working really hard and we're putting ourselves last, you know, in a lot of right. ways. And um, it's, it's, I think I learned through all of my health challenges over the last five years how important it is to restore myself and to nurture myself because I, I actually, before I got breast cancer, I never allowed myself that and I've I've learned how to to allow myself to be cared for and I think um, that was something that I that I felt for my own personal self was I felt that I was able in this space to to like nurture each of the people that came in a way that normally I'm teaching and talking about nurturing the animals and here was a way to talk about nurturing the animals and to help them to do that but also in a space where it's about it's about us and it's about how when we are more grounded and more balanced and, and when we're in a better space, then, you know, we can do more for the animals. So, I don't know, I just, I, I thought it was so different than the classes that I'm always teaching in such a beautiful, wonderful way. Um, so, I'm really excited about the next one. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. It's going to be well, fun. Well, you had some fun activities at night, too, which was fun. The movie. Oh, yeah. The uh, dance party. and That was all fun, too. Oh, yeah, that was fun. The dance party was really fun. Yep. <laughs> it was a great time. Wonderful. So, anyway, so hopefully um, we'll have, um, once we have our new website up, we'll have an even cooler page all about the, the retreat and um and uh you know hopefully we'll see some of you there and some of you signing up um so i think that's all of our topics that we wanted to cover tonight and so i wanted to kind of open it up to you before we um finish tonight if there's any uh last minute questions or concerns or Anything anyone wants to share tonight before we finish? Hi, it's Lisa Franzetta. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Um, I had a question, and it may just be a matter of having you folks point me in the right direction because I'm pretty new to Sarah. But the shelter where I volunteer, I volunteer as a attack care person, and I do Reiki there in addition when I can, and the volunteer manager is really interested in that and really supportive of that. And she has invited me 
to set up some kind of booth or something at the shelter's annual fundraiser that they're doing at the end of October. They do kind of like a gala fundraiser of sorts. Um, so I thought it would be a really cool opportunity to share some information about the work that Sarah does. And I'm curious, if, I'm not exactly sure what the setup's going to be like yet. It's not going to be with actual animals there, obviously. But I was curious about what kind of resources or information you might recommend that I use if people have done this kind of thing before. Um, just kind of looking where to start putting something together for them. It seems like an opportunity I'd really like to take advantage of. Yeah, that's wonderful. Well, we do have our pamphlet, so um, that would be a great thing to have to hand out to people. Um, and then um, I'm trying to think what other – so you won't really be giving a talk. You'll just be sort of manning a booth. I, yeah, it wouldn't be like a presentation, um, right. so obviously I'd be talking one-on-one -on -one with people. Um, so I, more what, would be, what, would be, what would be great would be to maybe put together um, some pictures and um, that people could look at and would maybe start conversations, you know. And so th that could be, um, you know, pictures. We have a lot of pictures on Facebook. We have pictures on the website, pictures. I have pictures on my Animal Reiki source. And so to to have, you know, to put together some photos. Um, and I think, do we have um, a little, like, intro handout or something, Leah? I'm trying to think. I feel like we did. I feel like we had, well, we had on our website, we had a list of things um, people could do. We had, like, you know, a description of what it is and what people could do. And I think we had, like, maybe a checklist that Joni made for us. Um, we did have some materials. It might even be on the member pages, too. But we encourage people to um, get the brochures. And I think that this year, Sarah can definitely, last year Sarah did, too, we sent brochures um, to everybody. If you're in a different country, though, like in Canada or in England, you have to give us at least a month to get materials to you just because of customs. And because of the mail, I know that one of our shelters in uh, Canada, Lori's shelter, uh, they didn't get their pamphlets in time. So we just want to make sure if you plan on doing an event, make sure you contact me um, well in advance if you're in a different country so that we can get brochures mailed to you. But we have and, and otherwise we can we can send you the JPEG and you can you can print them. Yeah, those well. don't always print out well. I know that people have had issues and it's nice to have the, the printed brochures and we don't mind sending them. It doesn't cost us much to do that. It's just make sure that you plan ahead because we will unfortunately not be able to accommodate requests that come like two weeks before the event. So even if you're not sure, if you think you might need them, just ask please and I will do a one big order probably in November and get them out. And then we do have on the member site, on your member site in your member materials, um, they, we do have the intro to Animal Reiki class. And you might want to just get that and look it over and read it over because it will give you some talking points for people. Oh, yeah, definitely. Hope that helps. That's great. That's very helpful. Thank you. And I'll follow up um, via email about getting some brochures. 
And be sure oh, to great. take photos, take photos too, so that we can post those on Facebook and share what you're doing. I definitely will. Awesome. Anybody else? All right. Well, thank you all for being here for um, for our meeting, and um, we'll be in touch next month again. And um, just wishing you all blessings and keep up the great work. And we always love to hear what you're doing, so keep in touch with us through email. And um, I guess I guess that's everything. So I'll stay tuned yeah, for, the new, for the new website. Very excited! Very excited to. Very excited! Very I think that everyone's going to be really impressed with the website. We found someone who did just a, an amazing job. She's so talented and so sweet, and she really gets us. So we're looking forward to that. Also, just a reminder: write blog stories, everyone. If you have an experience, just it doesn't have to be this great novel. Just a couple paragraphs about your experience. It just helps everyone else. And it always include a picture because people like to see pictures. If you have more than one picture, that's even better. But just submit your um, your story. You can do it in an email or Word doc. But make sure the pictures are separate JPEGs because then John can just throw it up on the blog easily for us. And then also, just a reminder, don't forget to share the fundraiser. I bought shirts last year for my, my mom bought shirts, my sister bought shirts, my nephews. I mean, everybody has the shirts. So please get out there and, and uh, buy this shirt. It's such a cute shirt. And it's unique. Yeah. And don't forget, we, we will never sell it again. This is, if you see it, you like it, you better buy it because we have not <laughs> ever gone. repeated any of our shirts. And I really want the Tame the Wild Beast one. I want a sweatshirt, but we aren't releasing it again. And so that's that. So don't miss out on this great opportunity. Like I said, there's five different colors. Um, different sets of the shirts have different color sets, but just really nice colors really and really good quality T-shirts, aren't they, Kay? Yes, They're totally. really nice quality. I mean, I was so impressed. It's really, really soft. soft cotton. Yeah. yeah, and they fit really well. The sizes are true if you're an extra large. Buy an extra large. If you're a small, buy a small. They're pretty true to size, don't you think, Kay? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. So, and thanks to Robin for uh, putting that. She put that whole thing together for us. Yeah, did a great thank job, you, Robin. Did, yeah, Robin is doing all most of our admin stuff. So you might be getting emails from Robin. Um, she does the business cards for us now. She posts all the bios up. Um, she's also helping just with whatever other admin stuff we have. So. Thanks to Robin for that, and um, yeah, and I think that's about it. All right. Well, blessings, everybody. Take care. Keep in touch, and we'll talk to you next month. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Bye.